0: On Christmas morning, the world received a tremendous gift. Yes, the Christ child, but another one this year also. A massive rocket carrying a truly enormous telescope was successfully launched into space. I hadn't followed the lead up closely, but I read the accounts of the James Webb Space Telescope with relish and with some degree of surprise. The more I learned, the more difficult it was to believe that this happened, this actually happened. The telescope is an international collaboration between NASA, the European Space Agency, and the Canadian Space Agency. And it comes as the result of astronomers and engineers dreaming and working hard together over the last 25 years. They have run up a tab of some $10 billion. The Webb's trip will be more than a million miles long as it goes in search of the beginning of time and light. It was the human response to the launch that grabbed my attention the most, though. All around the world, people were just beyond exuberant as they heard the news. A cosmologist from Yale said that she was, and I quote, just utterly, utterly elated. Wow! Wow! An astronomer from UC Santa Cruz hailed it as an incredible Christmas gift. So many people joined in celebrating and sharing their thrill, their gratitude, their wonder that this telescope was finally on its way. Such is the long journey and the joy of the magi. They arrive at last to greet this holy child, and they are bowled over. They are overwhelmed with joy. These wise ones, they are exhausted and filled with expectation, and finally, Jesus is here before them. We can imagine them extending those strange gifts. We hear that they pay him homage. But it seems like too tidy a word that we get here in English, homage, as as if they come with careful speeches that they've honed for this baby. The Greek here is proskunio, and it means to worship, but but in the way that one might kneel or or crawl or lay out flat on the ground in adoration. This homage is a visceral response of worship. They are overwhelmed with joy and they are brought down to the dirt floor. They use their whole bodies, all that they are, to say, yes, yes my God, thank you. It is a remarkable place that they have come to, and I imagine that there in the dust, they remember how it all started in this audacious, seemingly ill-conceived hope. This whole long track is sparked by a glimpse of light Someone saw something flickering in the sky, and they had to seek it out. But the Magi had no idea what they might find, not really. They had watched and studied and reflected. They had asked big questions together, and they'd paid close attention to the world around them. They'd all done this as as a way of life in community. And so they were ready when they saw that star rising. But they did not know. It was enough though, it was enough to make them go. A taste, a glimpse, a a hope of perhaps discovering the source of that light. But where to begin? What did they pack? Did they know how long they would have to travel? How quickly did they set out? How many miles did their caravan cover each day as they sought this light? How many wrong turns did they take? Imagine all the ways that this trip broke down along the way camels who twisted ankles companions who who lost heart or passed a stomach bug all around the whole crew and laid them out for 10 days there in the middle of nowhere and still they came still they hoped training their eyes on the wild star glittering in the sky They held on to the wonder, and slowly, doggedly, they chased after it. And finally, after all that adventure and trial and doubt, they lay eyes on the squirming baby, and they are overwhelmed with joy. But the Magi's joy doesn't happen in a vacuum. It does not unfold in some picturesque scene stretched across sand dunes that that were crafted just so to carry them to the Christ child. This adventure is not a painting or a song. It is hardship. Their journey transpires in the midst of turmoil and conflict and uncertainty. Terrible rulers and countries at war. What I'm saying is that their great joy happens in the real world. It happens in ours. This this is why we can't wait. We cannot defer this hope, put it off for an easier time when things are going well enough to justify pursuing this unfathomable joy. The Magi see the star, and they set out, then and there. This is our way forward, also. Right now, that joy beckons. While fires burn through neighborhoods, and COVID soars, while people may not know how the bills will be paid, or how the kids will do if a relationship will mend or not, All of that is real and can be a great weight on our hearts and our minds. But this joy incarnate is even more insistent. This joy delights in demanding our attention. It longs for us right now, smack in the middle of all the worry and pain that swirls. Where have you gotten a taste of this joy? Where have you caught sight of it, even briefly just flickering across the sky? This overwhelming joy is there. It does not wait until life is sorted out. It knows no bounds. The Magi had no real assurance that they would find their way to the holy light in Jesus the Christ. And yet they trekked together, trekked on. It was an absurd act of hope. In many ways, the telescope launched last week is no different. Decades of work done by so many scientists, all devoted to learning about this light and whence it came, setting in motion an equally fraught journey. One of the things that I read again and again was how very many ways it can go wrong. To say that the telescope's mission is exceedingly complex is about the biggest understatement I might make. Step after step after step must unfold just so Or the whole thing is a bust. It will freeze up, or it will burn up, or it will just be gone. They know this. They've known all along that it might not work. But that hasn't stopped them. And here's my hunch of why. Why this doesn't hold them back. I think it's because they caught that glimpse, the hint of beauty and wonder, and they have been compelled to give their lives in that direction. For these scientists, it is the hope of greater understanding, of piecing a little more of the mystery together, simply reaching this next step, the continued possibility of the adventure is reason for wholehearted celebration. And that's them. The joy, it takes countless forms. What is it for you? Track it down, seek it out, follow its trail and pull others in close to join you in its pursuit friends this is why we gather in search of and in response to this joy our reason to come together and worship is not obligation or fear or guilt we gather because of this great joy and the gratitude that follows it can come anywhere if we're ready, knocking us over right where we are, knocking us over so we can sink down in the snow to take in a stunning view, or onto the worn couch above grandkids playing on the floor, or into a wobbly chair for a beautiful, simple meal. We come close to new life, And let the joy bowl us over. This is our worship today. My hope is that it is this every day. The gift of being overwhelmed with joy. Of being brought down to the earth to give thanks.